hand, you can keep your money in your pocket for some hair, some nails, a new bag, stocks, life insurance, your savings account. Seriously. I wouldn't even want to do that to myself because you got to keep them. All 17 of them. You're listening to The Traditional Millennial with Brittany Dotson, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps. Welcome back to The Traditional Millennial. I am your host, Brittany Dotson. And per usual, we are just going to dive right in today. So not too long ago, I saw a post about toxic people of relationships and how men are often villainized while women are more often than not upheld in certain situations. Now, the post didn't go exactly like that, but it was the overall tone of the post. But the post was regarding Will Smith and Jada and that whole Oscar debacle. Now, now I don't know them, nor do I know what happens in the Hollywood world, but I do know everyday people who present some of these same behaviors that, that were pointed out about Will and Jada's relationship. Again, not sure if this is even the case with them because I don't know them, but it is true in the lives of people we may know. There are people around us every day who exhibit toxic behaviors. And because sometimes we know them and are close to them, we don't necessarily like to acknowledge who they really are. We want them to have the best people for their lives, have successful relationships, stay away from bad people and succeed at cultivating friendships with good people. But we overlook the obvious that the people we should be hoping this for are sometimes the people opposite of the ones closest to us is those people who need to be warned and those people who should be seeking to find better. This is especially apparent when dealing with the relationship between men and women. Women are often presumptuously favored as the victim or the one who could do better when in some cases she is the one who presents with the toxic behaviors any man should avoid. There are women who emasculate men. There are women who purposely try to embarrass men. There are women who abuse men physically and emotionally. There are women who cheat, who lie, who belittle, who manipulate, and who deceive. They'll even go as far as tricking a man into fathering a child with them, what we better know as trying to trap a man, not caring at all about a child in that situation, but about the man they are after. And I'm sorry, I have to say this, but I might as well be the 769, 246,000th person to say it in the world because it's still happening. And this is something that has always burned me up because I have a strong distaste for deception at the cost of kids. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going on my soapbox real quick. Some women will, will secretly plan to have a baby like a whole human being or two or three by a man who wants to barely take them out in public. Like he will barely take you on a date to Chick-fil-A in the drive through and, and you do all of this to try to trap him. There is no such thing. It didn't work in the 90s and it's not going to work now. Look, if he doesn't love you enough to take you to Red Lobster for a meal, going to the hospital, racking up a bill is not going to make him love you either. You shouldn't even want to use kids like that. That's not right. Because what it's really saying is that you don't really want that baby. You want that man. But 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 don't have the nerve to try to guilt trip this same man who has shown you that he didn't really want to be with you into treating you like someone that's significant in his life. He's not going to treat you like a girlfriend. He never did. He's not going to treat you like a woman he wants to marry. He never wanted that with you. So all you should expect of him is to take care of his children, not you, 
but the kids. That's it. But the kids suffer in this because now they are being raised in broken homes by two different parents that have them out of lust and not love. So you didn't choose to become a parent. You're obligated to be one. And this is a sad reality that is happening way too much. And the effects of this situation is why the Bible urges us to do things the right way. But the thing that we have to understand is that the safest and right form of sex outside of marriage is no sex at all anyway. Because then you can keep that time from being wasted and move on and be with someone who actually really wants to be with you. And you can keep your money in your pocket for some hair, some nails, a new bag, stocks, life insurance, your savings account. Seriously, I wouldn't even want to do that to myself because you got to keep them, all 17 of them. But, But anyway, going back to what I was saying, we protect these women, the law included. We bail these women out. We console these women. We lift these women up, all while continuing to tear down the man who fell victim to a toxic woman. So, of course, we're going to scripture. But I want to say this. The Bible tells us that that plenty of times that men should stay away from evil women. So today we're going to substitute evil with toxic just for today. These women are greedy. They're rebellious. They're unsubmissive. They're wicked. They're adulterous. They're gossiping. They're slandering. They're lying and sexually immoral women. These women might even profess to know Christ, may even go to church with you, but you better be on the lookout. I don't care how beautiful she is, how much you think you care about her, or if you might even love her. If a woman is okay with persuading you to sin, if she's not sincerely concerned about her own spiritual life, if she is sneakily, and notice I said sneakily, encouraging you to stay in a broken state or a state that forces you to look to her for physical and emotional well-being. And when I say this, I mean this woman controls your life. She wants to keep you down so that you can always depend on her or keep you at a low point in your life and in your mind so that she can be the person you always look to. Or if she's giving you signs that she will not be a submissive wife in that relationship, get away from her. So let's look at Samson and Delilah. We all know Samson foolishly told Delilah what gave him his strength. After she kept asking and he tricked her a couple of times. But eventually, though, he gave in and she deceived him and cut his hair off herself. And the Philistines came in and captured him. They gouged his eyes out. So this just goes to show us that living with a person, in this case, a woman who is foolish, vindictive or just not following Christ will affect our lives in ways that we don't even expect. So now while most of us, we won't fall in love with people who conspire to have us killed, we can all benefit from being careful about the partners we choose in our lives because being in a relationship, it doesn't just involve you. It's not just about you. Samson didn't think carefully about the romantic partners that he chose. He didn't understand that selecting a partner doesn't just affect the two people involved. A man who chooses a vicious woman now could affect the person he'll seek to really settle down with later on in life. It affects his family, potentially the neighborhood he lives in. And that community will be affected by whatever choice that that they make. So whatever choices they make together, people around them, everyone around them will be affected by this. So by Samson not thinking about how marrying a Philistine would create trouble, Samson created cycles of violence that harmed him and other people around him. So it really benefits us all to do better by considering who we potentially bring with us when we choose a partner and the responsibility that that actually brings. Because again, there are some treacherous women out there. 
women that will get you hurt or even make you hurt yourself. Proverbs talks about a forbidden woman, a woman whose lips drip with honey and her speech is smoother than oil, but she is bitter. She is bitter as wormwood and, and, and sharp as a two-edged sword. And it says she doesn't care about the past of life. Her ways wandering. She doesn't even know it. This woman doesn't know where she's going or what she's doing in her own life. And she does this without even actually observing this about herself. This describes the reckless career of a vicious woman a woman who doesn't think about where her steps are leading her but but it's as if she's just walking blindly through life manipulating and hurting men intentionally leading them the wrong way and she just keeps going until she ultimately just falls to her own demise this woman is not happy but she's slick she knows how to make people think she's sweet and gentle and kind and caring and she, she is always reinventing herself for what she wants, but she is selfish and she is cruel and she is someone who can ruin your life. Then you have the women like the ones described in First Timothy. The Bible has so many examples of this, y'all. Toxic women are like really a thing, especially in the Bible. But these women are drawn away from Christ by what they are passionate about. And some were never really drawn to him to begin with. But some women see what other women have and enjoy and they want that. So out of a fictitious desire for this, they do everything they can to get it, no matter how deceitful or how wrong it is. Some do it just because they see it. And they see what other women have in a man or a family. And some, just because they are an evil, toxic woman who will do whatever it takes to ruin a man's life. But either way, they're still toxic because they manipulate their way into someone's life. And then you have your Jezebels. She is the mother of all toxic women. We not only see her like early on in scripture in First Kings, but but also in Revelation when, when Christ spoke the words for the letter to the church at Thyatira. He he said, I have this against you. You tolerate that woman, Jezebel. She calls herself a prophetess. But of course, we know she was a false prophet. And, and she's teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immorality and to eat food sacrificed to idols. He said, I gave her time to repent. I gave her time to get it right. But she refused to repent uh, of the sexual immorality that she was engaged in. Jezebel was determined to make Israel worship her gods because she was a heathen woman. But it's no different than today. We have different idols. It may not be Baal or some golden statue, but we have things that we put in the place of God and what we should be giving him. So in the case of a toxic woman, she may be idolizing being married and having kids. So just like Jezebel, she's going to do whatever it takes to achieve this. She might be idolizing revenge on another woman. So she'll use a man this woman used to know to do this. She may be idolizing seeing men hurt because she's been hurt by one before. So all she ever does is plot and plan to hurt other men. She may be idolizing control. So now she goes after men that she can berate and break down and eventually control them. And these women are good at what they do. And believe it or not, just like the devil knows our weaknesses, toxic women know men's weaknesses too because they are operating with a dark heart. They will use what a man loves the most to lure him. If it's sex, money, alcohol, attention, flattery, music, cars, television, camping, just hiking, whatever. I mean, they will do whatever they have to do to get what they want. So y'all hear me. 
This is why it is so important that you pray and seek the guidance of the Holy Spirit for the people you bring into your life. It's important to surround yourself with people who are good for you and not for what you want for a moment. You can't sleep with just anybody. You can't date just anybody. You can't start a business with just anybody. You can't pray with just anybody. You can't befriend just anybody. You can't converse with just anybody because one conversation can ruin your life. True enough, no one should be blamed for for the deceptive behaviors and actions of others, but we can be held responsible for the choices that we make. So choose wisely, women as well as men. Scripture says that, that an excellent wife, who can find one? She's far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and no harm all the days of her life. So a good woman will push you towards the Lord and not try to selfishly pull you into herself. She knows that her surrender to God will lead to you properly loving and caring for her. And with her, you won't lack anything because she will want you to have everything you need by finding it in Christ first and then letting that be the center of your relationship. I'm a woman, so of course, I don't want other women to live their lives being broken by a man, but I'm also the daughter of a man who I would never want to see be broken by a malicious, deceitful woman. So let's be sure that the people we are supporting, surrounded by and protecting from toxicity aren't the very ones we should be protecting others and ourselves from. All right, y'all, that is a wrap for today's episode. I hope that it blesses and encourages you. Listen, make sure you connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Brittany Dotson Music and also on Instagram at Traditional Millennial Podcast. You know I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so much for hanging out with me today on The Traditional Millennial, where conventional meets contemporary and faith fills the gaps.